Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To the Harambe neighborhood we go for Urban Spelunking. Richards in Concordia is our destination, uh, a former tavern, actually a Tide House, mm-hmm. and the future home of Victory Garden Initiative's new headquarters. Yeah, it's amazing. It's right across the street from their farm, which is something they've been trying to do for a long time, which is have a headquarters basically at their farms. And this really, this is right across the street. Yeah, so it's perfect uh, kind of bringing all the operation right there to that corner of Richards and Concordia. Well, before we get into the building, first, let's talk about Victory Garden Initiative. Uh, For those who don't know anything about them, what do they do? Uh, Well, I'm going to tell you in the words of their executive director, Gretchen Mead. She said their uh, mission is to build communities who grow their own food, creating a community-based, socially just, ecologically sustainable, and nutritious food system for all. But sometimes, she said... We just say we help people grow their own food and leave it at that. (laughs) And every year they do that Victory Garden Blitz where they install these raised bed gardens all around the city, which is really cool. And uh, if you drive through River West, Bayview, a lot of neighborhoods in Milwaukee, you'll see that sign on the the front lawn. The fist holding a turnip? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a turnip, isn't it? I think so, Um, yeah. Yeah, but you know, they also at their garden they also um, have plots that they rent to community members, super cheap, so that they can have their own gardens there. Okay, um, they do education related stuff. I know at the school my kids attend, uh, they donated not only donated an entire orchard's worth of trees, they came and helped us plant it. Oh wow, cool! Um, so that that's the kind of stuff they do. So some nice, generous folks at the Victory Garden Absolutely. Initiative doing some really great work and getting their hands dirty doing it, literally yeah, and figuratively. Literally. <laughs> so, did they have a like a headquarters office space previously, or what they, were they doing before? They rent office space in an office building on uh, Firewall Avenue, okay, which is nowhere near the farm. It's it's not really. I mean, they serve the entire city, but it's not really in the heart of the community they serve. Sure. So they were really looking to be closer to the garden. Oh, they're going to be right across the street now, right? They basically couldn't <laughs> really be much closer. <laughs> So this is an old tavern. Um, it used to be, as we mentioned, a Tide House. Schlitz. Uh, it, yeah. A Schlitz Tide House, which has... A lot of these Tide Houses are on corner lots, right? So they are, uh, which because they were very high profile. Like The, the breweries wanted these corner lots because you could see them coming from lots of directions. Yeah. So it's kind of already set up to be a place that welcomes the public. Uh, and that's really what a big part of the mission is, is bringing the public in to this new space. What Schlitz really should have done is if they wanted people to notice their Tide Houses, they should have hired artist Stacy Williams Zung to paint the outside because oh, yeah. she is repainting. She's actually it's done. She's painted the outside of this uh, corner tavern in such a beautiful way, like yeah, full vibrant, color yeah. figures. It's really vibrant and really nice. And they're going to be hosting workshops and a, and and a cafe will be going in, correct? Yep, and their offices will be upstairs. And um, they're going to at the moment they're using they own the adjacent lot too, and they're using that for some uh, plantings for now. But they're going to add a greenhouse and some other things there. Yeah, and I mean, just really great to see a building like this that was closed and underused, uh, you know, be transformed into this really great community asset. I mean, between the art and the mission of just making it, you know, the connection between growing your own food and people, bringing that together right right right. in that corner. Yeah, and for, I mean, for years the building had been, it was after it had stopped serving as a tavern, it was a church for a little while. But then for a lot of years it was just owned by a family that used it to store artwork and stuff so it it really wasn't forward facing to the community in any way and this really brings it back online as a community asset so what's the timeline when do they hope to move in they hope to be done uh by the end of summer basically and in september i think they're looking to have a, a big launch 
Well, there was a long path that came to Victory Garden Initiative acquiring this building, kind of a serendipitous story, which we're going to share next on Urban Spelunking. Plus, we'll tell you more about the history of this building as a Schlitz Tidehouse. That's coming up on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. We are back on Urban Spelunking at the future headquarters of Victory Garden Initiative. This is at Richards and Concordia in the Harambe neighborhood. And they had been looking for a building like this for a long time and didn't realize over the years that there was one right across the street kind of looking at them right in the face. Yeah, it's pretty funny because it turns out that a guy who works for Victory Garden, his family owned this building right across the street. Um, And his mom, who is an artist, used the lower level to store some of her artwork and they would rent out the upstairs. Um, And when the brother of this Victory Garden employee decided he wanted to sell the building, they were like, well, why are we buying this building? Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? And so they talked about it uh, and they came to a deal and they made the deal and now they're in as perfect a place as they could be, really. It's such a Milwaukee story where it's just like some guy knows somebody and they, they make it all happen, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So they're really happy about it. When they uh, when I walked through with Gretchen Mead, who's the executive director, she just really seemed super energized and excited about it. Yeah, when you hear that phrase, small walkie, I think this is an example of it being a really good thing about Milwaukee where oh, yeah. you know, it's just a conversation away from a, a building that is completely transforming you know this corner and this organization frankly yeah absolutely it's just i think it's just going to be great for the, for them but also for the neighborhood to have them have this bigger presence there and it was while i was there uh and stacy was outside painting on her lift there were some neighborhood kids hanging out talking to her mm-hmm. and like you could tell that already that people in the neighborhood were curious and interested and engaged in, in what was going on there and kind of the same story, you know, up the road uh, with Alice's Garden, another you know community garden that grew and grew over the years, and and you know the the neighborhood has really embraced, and it's become part of the the fabric and the culture of that neighborhood. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, the, the garden already is has that in this neighborhood too, but I think this will just make that even broader and, and deeper. Well, this building, as we mentioned, was a former Tidehouse Tavern uh, built by Schlitz in the 1800s. Uh, they built it in 1903. 1903. Okay, uh, a little bit off on d- that. But it's interesting because it was designed by architects Kirchhoff and Rose, who did um, a bunch of Schlitz taverns, the okay. ones that have, like, we talked about last year, like Sobelman's yeah. and the Point Burger Bar on mm-hmm. State Street, those which were grander designs. Um, they did those as well. Um, but this one, I've already seen at least two other versions that are exactly the same and some others that are pretty similar. So I think uh, this was a design that was pretty well used around. Okay. In so kind of, it was a cookie cutter tavern. Yeah. I think it of. was, a, I think they found a design that worked for them yeah. and was probably economical and, and suited to what they needed. And so it's, it's one of a family of these buildings. So it was built and, and uh, leased out to bar owners to sell Schlitz products yeah. as, a, as a tide house for years. When did that come to an end? That came to an end in 1919 with Prohibition. Okay, makes um, sense. And then a lot of these became um, ice cream parlors or soda fountains or grocery stores, things like that. Are these like finger quote grocery stores? Fountains, um, or no, I mean, I think they, they really dip- were. I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, okay. <laughs> sometimes I'm sure some of them were selling illegal hoops uh, okay, and whatnot, yeah. but not necessarily. I mean, they were legitimate yeah. businesses. Um, but then when Prohibition was repealed, in the early 30s, part of that new law was that breweries could no longer own taverns. So yeah. the Tidehouse died with that 
So that was the end of the Tide House era, but it it continued being a neighborhood tavern for years uh, Mm -hmm. through the 70s, right? Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a tavern even later than that, at least into the nineties. Yeah. Okay, and then a church, then a church for a while, and then uh, and then just a private, privately owned. Okay, uh, that was a, a creative name of a church, by the way. Win a soul. Yeah, church. with hyphens. Yeah, sounds like a record label, doesn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, much more about the the move that Victory Garden Initiative is making to this new building or this re- reimagined building at Richards and Concordia. You can read more about that and find Bobby's complete column at RadioMilwaukee.org. Urban Spelunking is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support, of course, from your membership. You can stream all of our podcasts at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Subscribe to this and all of our shows right there. I'm Milwaukee's Bobby Tensilo. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.